only one to come out right now. Do me a favor while you're in there and at least look for the other four. The last time I saw him, he was in the dining room. So you're like hunting the missing people, but while being hunted, it motivates you to keep going. And like, it's longer than you expect it to be, but it's also entertaining because there's kind of like a storyline to it. So like, it's interesting and it interests you to keep going. Coming up on today's show, what exactly is County Line Fright? And does it live up to the hype? We're going on location to find out. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 37 of our 61-day Hauntathon, counting down to Halloween. Today is Thursday, October 7th, and there are 24 days until Halloween. Stay with us. You're just gonna go right on in and look at Get that extra. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up to our weekly newsletter at Haunted Attraction Network. Com. And now, back to County Line Fright. Let's start off by learning a little bit more about the haunt from Hannah. She leads the marketing efforts for the haunt. And I spoke with Hannah before visiting the haunt. So County Line Fright is basically a man-made maze where people can walk through. There's jump scares. There's a lot of psychological thrill. It's about 5,000 square feet. Yeah, so this year is, it's called The Evil Within. So technically it's like the evil within someone. So it's a serial killer and you're walking into his home and you're trying to help police try to find him and either you come out or he hunts you down. I read in a review online Mm -hmm. that you are known for the ability to subvert expectation and innovate on classic haunt tropes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Last year's asylum, we actually built our own elevator that moved. So of course it didn't go up and down because it is one story. We moved it and everything. So people would go from one hallway to the next. And then I know that we do like classic haunt stuff. So for example, in the dentist room last year, he was cleaning someone's teeth and water came out and basically sprayed our customers. So that's classic haunt stuff, compressors, the water. But then we also have our own man-made designs too that we do. So the elevator is one of them. And then this year we actually have a replica of basically a stalker van that our owner's building. So we make all of that. We make our own props. We don't buy anything. Everything is just man-made by our owners. It takes about 30 to 35 people actually working inside of the haunt. And then I would say a six to 10 on the outside. We like to really focus on the psychological aspect of horror, not really the jump scares too much. Yeah, of course, you're going to have those where you turn a corner and someone's there waiting for you. But really, we like to mess with people's heads more than we like to do those traditional scares. So I think that's what makes these elements super cool. I I read in the research that Chris, which is the founder, has 15 years experience in architectural design and 20 years of construction. The owners have a big base in construction. Is that why you all make everything by hand? So Chris basically does it on a smaller scale for the haunt. So instead of building an actual home, he's building like a temporary one is like what I like to call it. So he puts the walls up and all of that. But yeah, everything is built on our property by their hands. So Chris is the 
plans and build guy. And then John is our other owner and he is more of the props and creepy factor. So them working together with the rest of the team just creates this really cool yeah. haunt. I read that there is a escape room that people can do while in, while they're mm-hmm. in line, something like that. Yeah. So that's actually our, this is brand new for us. So okay. it's going to be a separate package. So if you purchase a ticket to the escape room, you actually get VIP access to our haunt as well. So it's all included. Yeah, so it goes by 15 minute um, increments. So you can go online and book by 15 minutes. And then what you do is we do a minimum of four people and a maximum of six. So you don't have to have four in your party. You can have two, but it works well with four. They can go in, they can do the escape room. And then once they're done, they go straight into the VIP line. And this would be our serial killers study or office, if you want to call it. We're calling it the study. And you're going in there to find clues and then you escape into our haunt. Oh, I love how they're connected too thematically yeah. where you get like a little bit extra of the storyline if you were doing the escape room. Yes, exactly. So it's all connected. Um, it's just a separate package from our actual haunt. Mm-hmm. Transitioning over now to COVID, what mm-hmm. do you have any COVID procedures in place this year that you think you're yeah. going to need to keep? Yeah. So as we know, COVID is changing every single day and we are relying on the CDC and just our California rules and standards in order to put any policies that we need to in place. Luckily though, we do have a huge outdoor waiting area. So we, you do have fresh air. So I work in the general contracting industry and we work with HVAC contractors and we actually work with one of our local HVAC contractors who basically built us like it's not an I don't know if it's an actual HVAC unit, but that's what pumps all of the fresh air in as well. It's a white tent, like an event tent that hangs over Mm -hmm. the haunt. But all of that stays open. So when it gets dark, we don't really need it covered because it's dark. And then we also have that unit, that fresh air flowing through Mm -hmm. as well. We are trying to keep it as safe as possible for everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of airflow that you've deliberately designed. It's all outdoors. Yep. So does it live up to the hype? Let's go on location and find out what the guests think. Brutally awesome, terrifying, scary, loads of fun. I was really scared at first, but it was super fun. So. Yeah, definitely worth it, even if you think it's going to be too scary. I would say to give it a shot. It's worth it. We're, we're going to do it again. So I would do it again. I would definitely come back and do it again. We go to a lot of haunts, and we look forward to this every year. Every single year, yeah. This haunt, they focus more on you. They put all their energy into you. So instead of like going room to room and you have a ton of people behind you, they're just constantly on you every single room. And that makes it terrifying. And not only that, we were just talking about how creative it is compared to other haunts we've been to. So a lot of good effort in this haunt. These standalone haunts, um, I really recommend them because they put more energy into you. Where if you go into a more mainstream haunt, there's a bigger crowd and it's harder for the actors just to focus on individuals. You don't know what to expect. If you go in with a large crowd, they might jump in on on the people in front of you and you already know that the fright is coming. But here, you you can't anticipate that. It's basically quality over quantity. Like those big haunts, they have a bunch of other mazes. Here, it's just one, but that one makes up for the lack of quantity. It's so good. It really is. I got more scared here tonight than I have at Hall and Hornets and Art Square Farm in the past couple years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. They do a great job. It's a lot. It's real. I think they put more time into it because, you know, the amusement parks are like packed. They're just trying to get everybody through. 
here they took their time to let us through so we were really surprised. It was three adults and one underage and I felt like we were little kids in there just screaming our lungs out. It was so good in there. I definitely recommend this place to anyone. Because I mean it was just unexpected. Everything, everyone blended into the surroundings so when it jumped up out of nowhere it was, it was like whoa run you know. <laughs> now I don't want to give you any spoilers but remember Hannah? Yeah I took her through and uh, I'll just leave this here. And before I left, I caught up with the owners and discussed challenges for this year and the future. My name is John Lehman. I'm one of the partners, co-owners, and operators of The Hunt. Hey, you know, my name's Chris Stark. I'm the other owner, 5'10", 205, <laughs> married. Sorry, ladies. How are you all feeling? Feeling good. We, we hired more than we did last year, and we've grown and expanded. So with that comes different challenges. But so far, it's, it's going smooth. Yeah. Like you said, this year we decided to go a lot bigger compared to last year. A lot more rooms, a lot more square footage. We actually spent over two months this year putting this thing together. Tonight was really a big learning lesson on logistics and how we're going to make this thing efficient and finding the spots that people are running a little too fast in and people are getting a little jammed up. So now we got the next week to figure all that stuff up and make this thing just perfect. It blew up last year, and the year before was doing great. So this year we're like, we gotta hire. So we did. They all returned. They didn't. We didn't scare them away. So they all showed up tonight. But yeah, worked out good. What do you all think are some of the challenges that you are gonna have now that you're in the season, right? Obviously, the hot topic of the last year and a half is COVID. We we follow all uh, requirements with the city, the county. We uh, we have to, and we gotta be safe. And for the actors too, we feed all of our actors, and we have sanitation stations back there. So we try to put the stations everywhere we can. But that is a challenge that I guess over the years prior you didn't have to worry about as much. So uh, that's something we have to keep in mind as we build and as we hire and uh, operate. So. Yeah, we just want everybody to have a good experience at this haunt. Um, and that comes with the price of being safe as well. But we're saying as far as having have a good experience, we want to make sure that everybody gets that that good amount of time in the haunt and they're not seeing what's going on in front of them. It ruins the scare for them. We're trying to create that extra something special that nobody else has where we want our customer to get the best scare that he could possibly get. I think one of the challenges too, but we change the theme every year from ground up. It is a totally different theme. And so with that, we have to plan every single room. And we, him and I, we'll meet We'll meet November 1st and we'll start talking about next year. So it takes a lot of planning, but that's always a challenge, but we love it. We love the thought process that goes into it. We love the meetings that we have and brainstorming and we open up with a brand new theme. So it's not something you've seen last year. What is something that surprised you operationally wise this year? Operation wise, I think we probably both agree is we're learning, we've stepped it up. We're doing a lot of stuff with, with air and, and, and solenoids and programmers. And so we still love the realism of a real actor. We've dipped our toes in the water with a lot of that this year and we've learned from it. And I'm sure we'll use more of that in the future. And we also put all of our rooms on security cameras, not only for the safety of our customers, but our actors, but it also allows us to be as like a director back of house to kind of orchestrate everybody through the haunt. So they get that maximum experience they can get. And it just makes it more seamless. We have a person almost like an air traffic controller. They sit there and that's their job here. They watch a big monitor and we all can communicate and they, hey, slow down here, slow down room one, slow down this. And because 
to your point, we've all been to the hunts where they herd you through a bunch of cattle and you see the scare happen in front of you. You paid money, we want you to have a good full scare through the whole thing. And so we really focus on that to try to space people out enough without having them wait too long, but enough to where they're not being guided through, they're not being walked through, they're walking through a house on their own. The funnest part about that whole experience is we get to see our thoughts and ideas come to life and how good they scare people. And we get to sit back and just laugh and cry on these people just getting horrified by stuff that we created. Yeah, laying on the ground and falling over each other. And oh, it's funny. The guys are jumping in, their girlfriends are holding them tight. It's great. County Line Fright is already open and it will continue select nights through Halloween. For more information, visit countylinefright.com. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.